Cross Atlantic Gaming is on YouTube. Go give us a sub on YouTube and see what beautiful clips, trips, and anything in between that we come up with. Weekly content is always posted. That's a chocolate guarantee, that is. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 88 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host Risky the Kid and joining me this week as always are my co-hosts Chocolate Bear. Hello. And Moose. What's up boys? Happy birthday. To who? Mass Effect 2. Uh, what? <laughs> I, I saw a tweet earlier and it said that Mass Effect 2 is 20 years old today. No. The greatest game of all time. Came out 20 years ago. Blows my mind. Feel old. It sure does, doesn't it? <laughs> I feel like it was just yesterday that I was enjoying that game on release date. Ooh, scary. I'm still shell shocked from the happy birthday, so I'm really yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Did you think it was your birthday? He's like, no, oh, I man, knew it wasn't. That's why I was confused. <laughs> he was wondering who he forgot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, just Mass Effect Two. Don't worry, you're not in trouble. No one's in trouble here. Um. All right, not really a lot to get into uh, before we get going, so another week in gaming. What have we all been playing? Chocolate, I'm going to start with you. You're playing oh. a game that I've never heard of, Hymno. Hymno, yes. What is Hymno? Oh, it is. I have to uh, bring up my little cheat sheet for it. So Hymno is a non-violent, no-death platformer. Use wall jumps, slides, and dashes to reach new heights in random, randomly generated maps. Um, the game is blows my mind. So it's essentially you you jump around a area trying to get from A to B to move on to your next level or quest. I think they're called quests. Every time you jump through to the next portal, um, you can collect abilities which give you higher jumps, longer dashes, and it's just a chilled out relaxed no pressure type of game i am um, i streamed this game a couple of days ago to a terrible terrible bad audio sound so that thank weird. you did you uh, ever figure that out uh t no i did check back on another switch game i streamed and that had no sound either so there is something wrong with streaming from the i'm doing something wrong i should say streaming from the twitch to an elgato God knows what it is. Huh. Yeah, I have no idea. I hopped in your stream because I heard that you were having audio issues and then it was just like weird static oh, like, screeching. And I was like, yeah. what is this? It's dreadful. It hurt my ears, Bear. I couldn't stay long. It, it, it hurt my head. Um, but but then as soon as you, was it you unplugged your headphones from yeah, the Switch so and it was fine? Take your headphones out of the Switch and then it was fine. So it's either the headphones I've got are super cheap and just are not compatible um or a, a pass i don't know so i'm gonna have to <laughs> find consult my, the experts well yeah that or just plug it into the back of my monitor and then find out how uh, how that works yeah so that was interesting but him and i yeah it's it's it is a lovely looking game it's kind of gives a i don't want to say eight bit feel more of a yeah. four four and a half bit 
uh, look. But it's it's nice. It's um, it's got good music. It's got um, a, yeah, just a very nice feel feel to it. I haven't found the the actual objective in terms of do you just progressively keep doing the same thing over and over again in randomly generated areas? Which, if that's true, it's a little bit on the weak side for a game. Um, but yeah, it, it's good. I'm going to stream it again on Monday with some hopefully better audio, and then uh, people can have a look and check it out and see if it's for them. I was going to say, I'm not still not sure I know what this is. So I it's might, a 2D might platformer, from what I can see. Yeah, essentially, oh, it's a light platformer. Risky. Okay. Yeah, it's a roguelite. Yeah, it's um. That's all it is. Essentially, it's just going from A to B, but jumping, jumping, sliding across walls and platforming. Yeah, that, that's it. It's two <laughs> yeah, it, D platformer. Yeah, it's it's quite it's relaxing. There's no um, there's no pressure. You don't die. There's no enemies to get killed by. Um, I think the only stress I had while playing it was platforming on a controller. Is not good. I get too excited and keep pressing other buttons and fly off the fly off the mat or the <laughs> so, ledge. So much user error going on right now. D- yeah, well, for me, platform when I use the Switch, platforming is using the whole console. It, it having it in handheld mode. If I use a controller, I'm I'm all over the place. I get too excited. I just want to <laughs> press that button. <laughs> That's just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I hope I explained it, and everyone's got a really good visual uh, representation in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a great way to point people to your stream. <laughs> I didn't do that. I see on what you're doing here. <laughs> I tip my hat, sir. Uh, Looks like cool. it's about a seventy on Metacritic. So middle of the road. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got it for free. I got a free key for it. Um, I can't complain. It, it's okay. It, it's no Gunman Clive, huh, Bear? Yeah, Gunman Clive had a bit more uh, substance to it. This one, I, th- I feels lacking. Damn. The substance area. Hopefully, the devs aren't listening to this one. <laughs> Hopefully not. And that's hey, Chocolate's review almost, of Hymno. Almost... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should probably move on from that, no bear. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, <laughs> Moose. Yes, you're sir. Knock, you're knocking out just more and more games. This one is a is a big one. A yeah. big feat. Uh, you beat The Witcher three. I did. I wasted like two days last week beating The Witcher Three, but <laughs> just it's, head it's down done. and go, dude. Yeah, like I was like, there's, you know, I, I reached a quote unquote point of no return where, um, if you haven't finished any side quests or anything like that, it basically cancels them out, and it's a linear storyline from there on out to the finish of the game. And I figured, you know, what's the most it could be? Two, three hours. Uh, I think it ended up being like. 15 or so <laughs> got you good <laughs> yeah the old switch. yeah so um i wasn't super productive last week but um i got the witcher beat and it's an awesome story and i suggest you get past the bloody baron and just keep going dude because it's worth it i just enjoy the bloody baron quest line so much that uh, <laughs> I, I know just tend to replay that one over and over I any mean, other fine. platforms you can play that on first i'm running out dude I am running out. It's gonna go into oh, maybe PlayStation. When it goes I think into X Cloud, or then I can pick up my Xbox save and go from there. If Studia or if Stadia, you know, Studia. survives. <laughs> if Stadia survives the week, maybe you could play it on there at some point. <laughs> Doubtful. But we'll talk about that later in the news. Um, 
But yeah, Witcher, I would say 10 out of 10 for sure. It's a great game. So how many of the side quests did you knock out or did you just mainline it hard? I think I did most of them, except for like I didn't go to the, the message boards a whole lot. That's where, isn't that where a lot of them Well, yeah, from? but you, you can run into the people as well. Oh, okay. And so I did basically all the side quests except for the racing stuff because it was not my deal. Oh, uh, the horse racing mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah. So I beat all of it in Velengrad, I think, and that was the only racing that I did in the whole game. So, but I, I think I got a majority of the quest lines finished and... Um, you know, there's probably a ton more of that game to do. Plus I have blood and wine and hearts of stone. Yeah. So blood so and wine's a- the best one, isn't it? I couldn't tell you, man. And I think, aren't those both supposed to be like 20 to 30 yeah. hour expansions too? Like on top of it. Yeah. They're like entire games by themselves. Right. And probably better quality than a lot of standalone games. So, <laughs> so that's a, yeah. uh, that's good though dude i put i put the moose stamp of approval on the witcher for sure i know it's a game that nobody ever finishes but go ahead and do it (laughs) uh awesome you're motivating me dude just knock out like two or three hours a night and then you'll get hooked oh just two to three hours a night (laughs) oh it's like you have kids or anything to do come on yeah i've got destiny i don't know (laughs) Two to but three hours. You can only do so many pinnacle gear things, and then you're done for the week. But you <laughs> insist on playing still, so I sure do. Can't <laughs> stop, won't stop. But we got a new crack game too, don't we? Oh god. Yeah, I guess we can move over to that. <laughs> um, yeah, we dove into a little bit of Escape from Tarkov this uh, past week, and that's a game. We didn't know what the hell was going on. Yo, we hopped into this. I was. It was one night we were trying to figure out what to play. And it mm-hmm. was like, well, uh, yeah, Moose, I'm going to buy Escape from Tarkov because everybody likes it. So let's do it. So I downloaded it. You shortly after downloaded it. And then we hopped into it. Uh, and then right off the bat, it, we, were, <laughs> we were trying to go into these locations. And it was like, hey, you don't have a map. You can't come in here. So I sat there waiting for you to download. I was like, dude, I can't even play a game right now. I don't know. I don't know what to do. So you have to download. You have to have a map piece to get into a certain area. Basically, you have to Google to play this game. Oh, <laughs> and I, I even verified complex, that. Yeah, because I played with um, Maldo Rob and Ronan from our community, and then uh, Mr. McSpicy and George the Man from X One Bros. And basically, that's what they said is uh, Google is your friend. And they sent me a bunch of links for uh, spreadsheets and ammo types and (laughs) attachments. And it's like, okay, this is a good start. So um, I I got a little more knowledge than you do, Risky, but still, I have no idea what's going on. But basically, I've been told to just play customs, play that map, learn the map, learn all the extraction points, learn, you know, where all the treasures are. And then you graduate to the next map, and you do that for every map, and then you'll be good at the game. Yeah, I saw the map knowledge is a huge part, which for most multiplayer games, that uh, that's a thing, obviously. So, right. Um, yeah, I didn't play a ton after that first night. It's all I tried playing with controller on PC. That's not a thing. So uh, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely all mouse and keyboard. If you're not a veteran on the mouse playing against some of these people, uh, you don't. You don't win. You don't stand a chance. <laughs> You're dead before you know what 
hit you. So that right. that was kind of rough. Um, and there's like there's hotkeys and things. I I watched a YouTube video of like 25 tips for Tarkov, and like if you hold Control in a certain button, then it'll just like instantly loot everything and whatever you're looking at and put it in to your space how it will stack like tetris you know how everything has to fit as far as squares go into your backpack okay yeah so it'll automatically stack everything in there for you if you just do these certain hotkeys so it's just a matter of you know learning the ropes to be effective but at this point i've lost pretty much all my guns all my ammo um, <laughs> all your squares pieces of cheese yeah i jumped into their party and they're like so how have you played this game i was like well i bought it yesterday and i use pistols and i eat cheese so that's pretty much what i do in this game yeah and they're like oh boy okay so spicy gave me um quite the loadout he's like oh this is like uh, i think level three armor and a helmet that helmet's pretty good and he hooked me up with an ar that was all kitted out and um then i got shot did you lose that um well i was doing all right and then i was trying to get a backpack off a dead body and it took me a little longer and they don't have time for that so i got lost and then i was like is that you guys or is that nope that's somebody else got shot in the face (laughs) and then i was like uh sorry about your gear spicy he's like ah no dude i insured it i knew you were gonna die so (laughs) but am i right in saying they don't give you any um so if you're playing with a group you can't actually see on the map your group. No. So they're not highlighted in green nope. or whatever. Yeah. They don't have tags above their so head either. What, 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 they decide, what they did is there's armbands, and you can wear different colored armbands to uh, different, differentiate who's who. So we basically all just picked the color of Ninja Turtles, and I'm yellow, you know, I'm orange, I'm blue, I'm green. So that's how we differentiated everybody. But then I saw a guy with an orange armband, and it wasn't my teammate. So I was going to say that's great up until you go up against someone who's wearing the same. I'll say you guys probably should have all picked the same color. Well, that's what they did that. to to start with. But I don't know. I I was definitely the noob being carried. So I was just like, <laughs> uh, "Where'd you guys go? Okay, I'm coming that way. Is that you? Nope, I'm dead." Okay. <laughs> yeah, so at a base level, if you're not familiar with the game, uh, it's it's very it's, it's a like s- a hardcore survival loot and shoot kind of game. Definitely. Um, so you get you get dropped into whatever section of the map you want, um, and then you go in with whatever gear you decide to bring with you. But then you're also scavenging for gear. That's like the main thing you're doing out here is trying to collect gear and upgrade your base because you have a home base that's like yours. Um, and you're the only one that can upgrade it. It's like your personal instance, it seems like. Right. Um, and then you can collect materials to craft like better weapons and better armor and things like that within your base after you have it upgraded. Right. So you're going in. And then, like I said, and Moose had touched on earlier, if you don't insure the stuff, which costs a bunch of money, um, and you get killed, you're going to lose that stuff forever. So uh, there's a lot of different tactics i think you can take like if you go in with not a whole lot knowing that it's fine to lose it you might be a little more aggressive to like just try to grab a bunch of gear and then Mm -hmm. hide somewhere maybe um but the one thing about this game is depending on what map you pick you are locked in for x amount of time depending on the map so there's like 15 minute maps 30 minute maps i think i saw hour and 40 minute maps right 100 100 minutes long and they call them raids each instance is a raid raids okay um 
and so you have to stay alive for that long. So I I played a decent like when I wasn't playing with you, Moose. I played a a bunch of rounds in Factory just because mm-hmm. it's fifteen minutes long. So right. it's like, and it's well, the smallest map, right? Yeah, it's definitely small. So if you just get some good stuff off the rip, um, and then you can hide for the next five to ten minutes, uh, you're good. That's the this is probably like I've played. Oh, my so you don't have share. to extract. You just have to survive till the time runs out. You what? You don't have to extract. You don't have to get to the extraction point or an well, exit. Well, no, you do. Have, you have to get to the exit. I'm saying, oh, okay. but you have to be in game the maximum of amount of time. Right. Um, and that's different than vigor, which I'll talk about after this. Okay. Um. So yeah, finding your gear uh, early on and then going to hide. I think that's a valid strategy. Uh, if you're super good at this stuff, though. Like you're just gonna tear kids up and steal all their stuff, right? And you're just gonna sit at the the extraction point, and I, that's what I would do at least. You know, yeah, wait for everybody to collect when the loot. Trying to leave. Exactly, because yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what we should have done the first time that we played. And I didn't under that little bomb shelter thing was actually an extraction point. The green gas or the green smoke means it's an open extraction point, and you just have to chill there until the time runs out. So the, this is it's really the yeah, only funny hilarious. story I have from this thing. So I ran off to go do something else quick. Uh, Moose was down at the extraction point. We probably had like 10 minutes left or something. So we still had a little bit of time to wait. So I ran Mm -hmm. out. I was grabbing stuff. Uh, Moose was just covering the stairs, looking up towards like the bunker entrance. Uh, And then the guy came around the corner and I don't, did you think it was me? Yeah. I was just like, did you get a new hat? And then the guy (laughs) shot me in the face. I blew him away. So I just hear all these gunshots. Uh, so then I went running back. By the time I got there, I crept down this thing. It's the slowest I've ever moved in a video game with like the peaking. That's how you uh, have to move all the time in that game. Like you not like they told me, you never run because that instantly gives away your location. And like a, a slow walk is as fast as you want to move anywhere in that game. Yeah, it's so. And that's what I was gonna say earlier. It's that I played my fair share of battle royales, and mm-hmm. some of them do play slow. But this is by far like the slowest thing in the world. Because if you move too fast, you're dead. Just right. Because people yeah, cause... aren't moving at all, or are moving so slow that they can hear everything. Right. And you can buy like headsets to enhance your hearing in the game. So like that's one of the different items that you can add to your guy is a headset, oh, and it like. They have like I think seven or eight different types of headsets, and it changes the hearing, enhances audio. And yeah, ways. exactly. So, I've watched a couple of streams with this because it all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, has blown up, but it's all of a sudden gone through communities like wildfire that mm-hmm. everyone's jumping on and playing, and it gives me like a, as you say, about the strategic part and a very PUBG feel, kind of the look of it. Am I right in? Yeah, I think that's a fair fair. assumption. Yeah, yeah, it's like PUBG, but like way slower. It's PUBG, but you get to actually bring the loot home with you, and then choose to use it on a different run, or wait till you're better at the game, and then risk your super awesome guns and and there's no there's no user interface at all. So there's no compass. There's no. The no compass thing kind of bothers me. I wonder if there's there must be an in-game compass that you can like hold in your hand or something. I don't know, but it's it's you loot it. Yeah, <laughs> right. seriously, you can loot sure. everything: gunpowder, MREs, uh, can of sardines. Right, risky. Yeah. T- oh. <laughs> Tell them okay. The, yeah. Finish so the to story. Continue, to continue <laughs> the story, 
uh, where Moose died, I ran back to the little bomb shelter thing to Xville and get out of there. I had to clear it out quick, so I, I crept down there. I went as slow as possible. Uh, it, your heart is thumping a thousand miles a minute at that point because it's like dead silent. Right. And you can only like barely hear your footsteps. I'm looking around corners, just waiting to have to get in this stupid gunfight with some PC master race guy who's going to destroy me. Uh, so I creep all the way through this thing, and then he was gone. So the dude had already left. So I was like, okay, well, I've got like three or four minutes left. I'll sit here now. I will just keep my eyes on the stairwell. I know Moose is out of the game. So if anyone comes down here, I'll blow him away. We'll be done. Uh, So I'm sitting there. I've got like a minute and a half left. And all these negative status effects are popping up on my guy because he was like bleeding and had like broken uh, bones. He was dehydrated. Just had to have a snack. All this stuff. And then I was like, Moose, what were your like vitals? We were talking about our vitals at one point, and I had eaten a can of sardines, which dehydrated my dude to the point of uh, not having like any liquid in his system. Yeah, his then, body's just straight up dried up. Yeah, and then with a minute and a half left until I can extract, take uh, <laughs> all this stuff I had found and leave, uh, my guy just passes out on the ground and dies. Yeah, of dehydration from, because of dehydration. he ate a freaking can of sardines, and if he didn't, he would have been just fine. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's a like Moose said. So like, it's yeah, a learning curve. Everything you eat has a negative effect to it as well. But also, yeah, a positive and a negative. Like you're not going to be hungry. You'll have a little more energy, but now you might. You're going to get thirsty. Be dehydrated and die. Yeah, that's super deep. That is. Oh, dude, this game is the deepest game I've ever played in my life. And then, like, it, and it's not just like that stuff is deep. It's like the guns uh, and all the stuff you can equip to them. That seems like it's super deep. All the different pieces of equipment. Um, yeah. Oh, well, that's what uh, McSpicy was telling me. He's like, it doesn't matter if you have the worst gun in the world. If you have the best ammo type, you'll most likely win the gunfight. So spend all your money on ammo, not guns. Yeah, ammo's way more important. It seems. So how do <laughs> you get? money then is that again from looting sell your stuff okay so you loot and then you go sell it to these like there's like i think eight or nine different npcs and they'll they have like a a marketplace that you can buy sell trade all sorts of different things from as well as they'll give you tasks that level you up in the game and and yeah your character also has like all these weird different stats that are leveling up Mm -hmm. uh, like rpg style it's yeah. yeah. So there's that. There's the guns. There's the looting. But then even like it, the minutia of the movement, where if you hold right. down the crouch button and then use your scroll wheel, you can make your guy crouch at like ten different levels, like ten different heights. You can be scrolling to make him move that, or like with the speed of you walking, right. you can yep. scroll down to make it so you're like completely silent or like a fast walk. And uh, it shows you how much noise you're making. Yeah, you're you're leaning around corners. You can lean and scroll to make it so you only lean out a certain amount. Like it's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it's a lot. Get good, right? It's it's yeah. You got to get good, or you got to take a step back and hop into babies first. Escape yeah. from Tarkov. Tell me that one. Um, yeah. So I played Vigor. Uh, uh, it's an Xbox One exclusive. Um, it came out in. Well, the 1.0 came out in August. It went into the uh, preview program, I think, a year before that. And I know that a lot of people, when they first played that game, uh, just had horrible things to say. I think it's sitting at like a 2.5 on the Microsoft Store. Uh, But 1.0 came around. I heard it was like 
Tarkov just a little easier. Well, maybe not even easier by gameplay, but just uh, the mechanics and all the stuff like that was a tad bit easier, a little more user-friendly. Uh, so I hopped into that. It's a two-player only thing, so you can play by yourself or with two. Uh, and it's pretty much the same thing as Tarkov, um, except for uh, extractions. Like each match, the maximum game time that you can go on a raid, I think they're called encounters in this game, same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the max time is 15 minutes, uh, which is nice because that makes all the games relatively quick. Uh, but you can exfil at any time. So if you take a team down and they brought in like good guns and you pick up sweet guns right off the rip, you can just head out to one of the, I think there's like six extraction points, uh, and you can just get out of there and take that stuff right back to your base. Um, oh, that's cool. Other than that, this game is pretty much like the same. Yeah, yeah. You're bringing stuff home to work on. This is like uh, you're working on a house in this one, uh, building like a garden to give your guy food. Or I have like a, a crafting table and a wood cutting station, and just different things that are giving me different materials to build stuff. You're looking for plans for guns, and then building guns. Uh, and then when you go out there, you're just fighting against people. There's an airdrop, which is one thing that's different in this game. So every match, there's going to be an airdrop that'll hit a certain spot. Um, people will race to there because that's how you get some of the best gear uh, is from these airdrops. So it kind of forces everyone's hand if they want to play for that. Uh, or y- if you want, you can just be looting houses and stuff because you know all the best players are going to be running for, or even not best players, just the people that want those crates are going to go after those and not just be looting and trying to get out, which is what Chopin and I did a lot of. I played a decent amount with him. Um, Does it tag you on the map once you get like one of the higher tier loot? things so yeah if you pick up the crate uh you do get a little ping every so often so people know where you are um so we had a couple cool encounters where i would pick up the crate and then i would just have shopa run out in front of me uh and then we'd come up to like two people camping a certain exfil so he would just sit there and pop shots at him meanwhile i turned around and started running like in the opposite direction to a different extract point uh-huh. uh, just trying to get out. So we get, made it out a couple ways like that. Um, I just played a decent amount more just because it seemed so much easier and I could play with a controller. So it's right. like when I was pointing at things and shooting, I was actually hitting people. <laughs> which yeah, Tarkov, I, I wasted a lot of ammo in Tarkov. It, yeah. And it's rough in both those games. You'll get like your, your hit percentage. And when it's like under 5%, you're like, okay, well <laughs> I need to sit back and reevaluate some things. Um, so yeah, I, I think vigor is just a more, it's an easier thing. Like I said, there's, there's a map too, and you can see yourself, uh, where you are, um, points of interest, that kind of stuff. Uh, and you can leave whenever the short games it's, I think they both are good in their own respect. I think mm-hmm. Tarkov is definitely the more hardcore version. Uh. Yeah. And probably, I mean, definitely the better overall game. I think just the amount of stuff you can do. Sure. Uh, cause the yeah, X- there's, there's boss fights, dude. In Tarkov? Yeah. Like, uh, there's certain locations on each map where you go, and there's a PvE boss that you fight, and they have, like, super heavily armored guards that you have to get through, and then you right. kill the boss, and they have, like, they're guarding a crate. But in that whole time, other people can just come in behind you and pop you in the back of the head as soon as oh, you yeah. unlock the loot. <laughs> That's one thing we were doing in Bigger a lot. It's just, like, we would hear gunfights, and then we would go and just watch them. Right. And then you see one team win, and, the, like, best-case scenario... 
the team of two took out the other team of two, but one of the first team of two, like one of them got knocked out. So it's just one guy who's right. left by himself, like looting. And then the two of you just go up and you're like, well, now I have four people's worth of loot uh, to get out of here. And that's a, that's definitely a good way to play it, a smart way to play it. But same deal though. You, you sell the loot that you extract in order to upgrade your house. Um, no. So as far, I mean, this is more like material based. I feel okay. like than Tarkov where it's like, I'm finding things like uh, the materials have different colors of uh-huh. rarity, obviously. So you can find like purple pieces gotcha. of whatever, and that's going to help to upgrade something to an even higher tier than it was before. Mm-hmm. Or like the highest things in the game, you're going to need that super rare stuff to actually upgrade. So it's it's more like that where you're waiting on specific pieces. But um, like if you need glass, for instance, you know to go into a kitchen because that's where there's glass for whatever reason. Sure. Or like if you need fertilizer for something, you go to farms. So you kind of know where you can find stuff. Kind of. So you have like a shopping list before you start each encounter. Yeah, definitely. If you know, like that happened last night, I needed like 17 glass. I was like, all right, we just need to find some houses so I can get this stuff. As soon as I get my glass, I can just get out of here uh, okay. and be done. Uh, so I can start this. And when you're leveling stuff up, it's kind of weird. It's in, it's like real lifetime. So before I went to bed the other night, I had a six hour upgrade for something. (laughs) So I turned that, I started that right before I signed off so that it would be done in the morning. Oh, Um, I got you. So you have that, you have to wait a certain amount of time or do they have the option that you can buy a currency to fast forward things? Cause that would make sense. I don't think so. They do have their premium currency, uh, Mm. but Maybe you could. I bet you you probably can. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't see it. You can. They do have like a battle pass, like everyone else does. Uh, but you can buy it with their currency that pops up in game a decent amount. So I've just kind of been saving okay. mine and not spending it on leveling sure. stuff up, in hopes that some at some point maybe I can buy a battle pass or not. I don't know. We'll see. Cool. But, yeah, yeah, I gotta cool. check it out. Still, I I downloaded it, but I just have not had a whole lot of gaming time this weekend. Well, you had to beat The Witcher. Well, that I didn't. I did that like Thursday, dude. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I didn't play a whole lot of games. Period. This weekend. Yeah. So I mean, those are two very uh, similar games. I want to say, if you don't have a PC, like uh, a lot of people that I talk to, um, I think Vigor is a, a fine game to play in its uh, space for now or in its. And place. also, you know, if you don't want to, Tarkov's not a cheap game as it's in early access or whatever, and it was still what forty five bucks. Forty five bucks for a beta, yeah. Yeah, so if if you want to dip your toes, unlike Risky and I did, and <laughs> right. see if you like this type of game, you know, check out yeah. Vigor first. Yeah, Vigor's free to play. I don't know if I said that, but yeah, Vigor's free to play. So that's sweet. But yeah, I think they're both good in their own right, depending on who's on, who you want to play with. Uh, right. Yeah, they're both they're both fun games. Definitely a fun genre, and I think they're the only two Something doing new, it that, right? that I'm aware of. So yeah. That's Good what stuff. I was looking for Friday night. You know, it's just something new to play. Right. So, no, something, yeah. so I think that scratched that itch. Heard that. Sure did. Um, all right, Chocolate. We'll let you talk now. Um, <laughs> talk about West. Oh, thank you. Westrado? Westerado, I think. Oh, like Westerado. F- you got to spell it right if you want me to say it right. It's, uh, well, yeah, it's hard spelling. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So tell me about Westerado. So Westerado, all I can describe it is a you're a cowboy um this is literally what happens in the opening 5 minutes um your mother and brother get shot on your farm you have to then find out who the killer is and it's a lot like 
I think the best way to describe it is like Stardew Valley. So that type of look, that top-down. Isometric bear, is that the word Iso- you're looking for? That's probably the word I'm looking for. It's not so much <laughs> isometric. Yeah, it comes down slightly, so it's not... Is it a Metroidvania? Oh, don't start this. No, Roguelike? It's not... <laughs> no and no. Um, so you have to go through and find the killer of your mother and brother. Um yeah, I, I'm trying to at the moment. I'm, I'm trying to remember how I was playing it as well. It's the, the map's quite big, quite vast. You have to go to different parts of the city, um, and I'm explaining this terribly today. Oh, is this another the, way to point people to your stream? You're going to be streaming this one this week too, Bear? No, no, I won't be. <laughs> I won't be. This one definitely not. This was just to try something new. Um, so your farm is out in the far far west and you have to go into town to pick up or fight like i said find this person who killed your uh your mother your brother while you're in the city you are also finding other kind of side quests and you can pick up uh like wanted bounty posters the the trouble with the game because it's very stardew like the characters they have the picture of the character that you need to find and you can't quite pinpoint who it is until you go ask questions at the, for instance, the saloon, or you go to the uh, grave to look at headstones and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So there's a, a massive kind of Batman element to it where you have to find out who's done what crime or who has the person you're helping at that moment. You have to find the bad guys as such. Um, there was one lady I found who was outside the sheriff's office and she wanted to visit her brother's grave because he died. So I had to go find the graveyard and there were grave diggers or robbers there and I had to shoot them. And trying to fire your weapon while having this isometric view is really hard because you've only got, you can only aim left and right and to kind of if they're at the lower portion of the screen you have to walk down line up the shot and then shoot and it also gives you the pulling of the trigger action so instead of pressing your trigger button once you have to press it twice to fire your gun um it it's a nice again easy take your mind off life type of game it was, is that uh, what you're doing for this podcast right now, Mark? <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. It's been a tough day. I've had a bad day today. The brain's not in, in check at all. Uh, you're good, buddy. We make you record nice and late every podcast. <laughs> yeah, we let you wear yourself out and exhaust, you know, be exhausted. And we're like, all right, you're on, Bear. Go. Yeah, and go. Um, yeah, so the game's quite good. It, Like I said, if you're looking for something, it's a Stardew Valley cowboy-esque game. Um, are, you, are you playing this on the Switch? No, is on? this is on on Xbox. I, it could be on Switch as well. I didn't okay. look. Um, is it a Game Pass or something? Or did you just pick it up randomly? Game Pass, yeah. Oh, Game it Pass. Game okay, Pass. cool. Yeah, because I didn't want to talk about Apex again because I'm kind that, of that's fair. Knee deep until you get that. a win, right? Um, I, I'm I'm getting those second places every goddamn time. I swear to God. <laughs> um, yeah, it it is just a nice, fun game to watch. You've got like a journal as well. So your main quest is obviously finding the killer of your your mother and brother. And on that page, you have 
So this let you speak to somebody and they'll say, oh yeah, by the way, he was wearing like a 10 gallon hat. So all of a sudden it will fixate on a 10 gallon hat. Um, his face will kind of switch between all the different characters that are in the game. So he may have a face with a moustache. He may have a clean shaven. He may have a beard. And it keeps like kind of rotating around like a like a fruit machine spinning, like in Borderlands. You know how the mach- the like a- the wheels turn in Moxie's... Uh, yeah, like a slot machine kind of? Slot machine, yeah. I was going to call it a one arm bandit, but yeah, the slot machine. Um, and then his clothes will change between all the different types of clothes. His belt will change. It's, it's kind of a cool mechanic. And then as you get a clue for, from each person, it fixates on what exactly it was. So the 10 gallon hat. At the moment, I've got a 10 gallon hat, um, his belt, and his uh, his top half and his trousers are keep rotating so once i find two or three more clues that's it i'll have the then wanted know, poster like exactly who it is then well yeah but then you're trying to like match up these pixelated people on you're like does that look like him maybe uh, i'll just shoot him see what happens um, but yeah it's a fun little it's I, a fun little game i don't know if that's how you should go about it it's like yeah that might be him uh fire away well, you're not allowed to do that in real life. In games, you can do what you like. No, they get mad when you shoot your friends in Tarkov, too. <laughs> oh, do they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that w- <laughs> uh, yeah, when I was playing Vigor with Shobi, he's like, do you know if there's uh, team damage? I just turned around and shot him. I was like, bang. Yeah, yeah. Yep, you're dead. <laughs> My bad, bro. It's there, yes. Did you at least wing him, or did you uh, aim for the head? Yeah, I hit him in like the leg, so it just oh. knocked off half of his health right off the rip. <laughs> Smart. Uh, Definitely. Cool Westerado yeah. uh, in Game Pass. People want to check it out then. Do it, man. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, what's left? What do we have left? Uh, Moose. Is this... Yeah. Uh, you, oh, boy. Is this the next gigantic game you're trying to knock off your backlog list? I don't know. After the, the experience I just had, I was thinking it might <laughs> be, though. What game are we talking about? Uh, this little GTA Five, another one that's you know straight out of 2015. <laughs> story of Michael, Trevor, and uh oh, Franklin. Franklin. Yeah, got it, nailed it. I knew there was three of them. Yep. So um, yeah, I loaded it up, and Trevor called Michael and said, "You better get your ass to flight school because we're gonna need a plane." So Woo-hoo! I went to flight school, and. Um, why do the controls and flying make no sense in GTA? Uh, see, this is weird because you had brought... Was it just the planes you couldn't get the hang No, nah, it was a helicopter was the main one. Uh, see, like, that, Using I've the always, left and right bumpers to turn steeper and I don't know. It was super I've always loved GTA 5 and all the GTA games, helicopter controls. And then every other game I play, I dislike because I like the GTA ones. So I have no idea. That must be like a weird left brain, right brain. Like yeah. this clicks for me, not for you for some reason. I just get the helicopter in this like almost like a cradle sway thing that I can't get it out of. The- it just <laughs> wobbles back and forth. And you have a time limit. That you have to like go through like downtown and over buildings and under bridges. And then you have to no. land in this certain specific spot within a time limit. And it's like, ah, well, you made it, but you missed it by two seconds. So you got to do this whole thing over again. And I was like, screw this. And I shut that bad boy down. <laughs> was that, was it the one before? Uh, was it GTA 5 or 3 where you had the remote control plane? Do you remember that one? That was awful. I you know, had to was go that part of the storyline? 
That was probably in three. That would have been a long time ago. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. It was quite funny. Oh, anyway, never mind. So yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and keep going on through it because the story in that game is really good. It's funny. You know what I mean? It's it's definitely brash and something you can't play, especially uh, when you're uh, on Trevor's side of things. Right. He's an animal. That guy is crazy. Yeah, he's the best. That he was might be the best <laughs> video game character ever. One of my favorite things when you could, because obviously you can toggle between the three characters, right. but when you would toggle the Trevor, just seeing whatever weird <laughs> situation he had gotten himself into, like right, or scavenging yeah. food out of a dumpster, or yeah, dude, like dangling people off bridges and stuff. <laughs> like he's just, he's the man. He just let that's his cousin's house that he crashes. Yep, so, and they just take over this guy's apartment or condo. It's it's great. He doesn't care about anyone. No, he definitely doesn't. <laughs> Besides himself. Perfect GTA character. Yeah, definitely. Uh, cool. So you think you'll stick with it or try yeah, to take I'll, it I'll, go? I'll give it another shot. Usually, you know, a little time away will just get me over the hump. That's what happened with The Witcher last week. I There was a... So, like, the main boss of the the hunt has... Um, he has like two two guys that are his main men, and you have to do those two boss fights before you get to the main boss. And the second to last boss fight was, for some reason, I just could not get past it. And so I took a break for you know good half a day or so, fired it back up, and I think on my second or third attempt, I got through him. And then it felt like the main boss fight was much easier. So you didn't just kick it down to story mode like I would have. No, I didn't. Next time, next <laughs> playthrough. I don't know. I I think I need to just play everything on story mode just to, you know, get the experience. Yep. <laughs> get that story that you love so much. Exactly. Well, you know, That's what I, it's all about. I'm paying attention to the stories. I'm not skipping them. So there's that. As opposed to another game I played this week and I probably won't ever touch again because um, I tried Sword Art Online. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in Japanese. <laughs> so I, I played through about nine minutes of, like, beginning of the game and it's just cutscene after cutscene of high-pitched japanese voiceovers do we and consider that playing <laughs> no like you just watched an anime yeah for and 10 i minutes. was just sitting there and finally i was just like and that's enough of that game and my wife just laughed because you know it, <laughs> she's just sitting off to the side working on a computer and all she hears is all this just dubbed over japanese just, <laughs> just yelling yeah and screaming and it's just like and then they're just trying to explain like the interface of the game. I was like, "Is this what I have to look forward to?" Then I can I can't keep continuing here. Did you go into the options to see if there was a way to turn on dubs or anything? No, it was dubbed, but it was like you could still hear the Japanese. With it was just bad. Oh, you know what I mean? Like the Japanese starts and then they start the the English voiceover, but it's just like oh, God. barely over the top of it. Yeah, that sounds bad. Mm. Yeah. It was more than I could handle, so I may give it another shot, but it's going to take some time. So it might be a game for, like, serious sword art fans, but that's... Yeah, or maybe just, you know, smash through all the talking and turn on, like, um, you know, uh, Hit music. the mute button? Yeah, exactly. Turn off your game audio and turn on Spotify or something like that and just, <laughs> you know, grind your character up, because you can, like... Supposedly you can use guns, you can use swords, there's all sorts of different weapons that you can use and different character builds you can make, but I just can't get past the intro of the game, so. 
Well, that's going to make it tough to ever figure out if you can use those guns and swords. Exactly. It's kind of like Warframe. Looks like a cool game, but I'll never play it. Uh, the amount of times I tried <laughs> to figure out Warframe. Exactly. Uh, the movement was so good in it. Every, everything was so good about it. I, was just, I just don't get it. Couldn't invest the time to figure it out. <clears throat> exactly. Oh, video games. But I'm uh, well on my way to my uh, my 12 backlog completed. I got three done in January. Yeah, I was going to say you're storming ahead with the uh, the list moves. Hey, if I set a goal, you know you got to you got to achieve it. Proud of you. Trying. I said I was going to get one done every month, uh, so I've got four days, bro. Five more days. Well, this day's about shot, so four days. Uh, four more days. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you got ninety percent complete? Oh, I have to be close with something. <laughs> Just need to find something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, and last up, let's talk about some Halo chocolate. What Halo are we playing? I'm playing the first one. So uh, was it last week? I said I finished Reach with uh, Chester and Kate. Mm-hmm. So we, me and Chester, now are going through Halo One. Um, yeah. How do you like it? I'm liking it. I. I it's a bit strange. So the first, I think it's the second level, you go, um, I can't even think what it's called, the second level. As you're going through, if you switch out, because as you're playing, you can switch to the original Halo right. or the, the new fancy, the, beautiful the looking. 4K version. I'd say, yeah, precisely. Um, but if you play it on the, the first version, the original, um, you can see the enemies. They're not hiding in bushes or um, There's nothing strange rendered. foliage that's yeah hanging around. Um, so me and Chester have decided that we're going to go through all the halos, I think one night a week, and um, do a couple of levels, then move on, play the rest of our games. Um, but I- I'm loving it. I- I've never finished Halo, the first one, so I- I'd like to get that. I want to say that first lore and story, but... Technically, I've played finished Reach, which was the air quotes first one. But that doesn't Halo make sense. Reach is the only Halo game I ever finished. <laughs> it's the only one that really <laughs> piqued my interest, and that's funny <laughs> because it's not like a Halo game. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, I've, I've, I think I did five. I finished five. Um, but yeah, I think just going through them, especially four player, having obviously I know this isn't four player. I only found out you could do two player. Um, to just go through with someone and play all the Halos again and try and piece everything together is, um, yeah, it's just it's tickling my fancy. That's quite the undertaking if you're trying to get through all five of them. Yeah, that will be. I think it will be tough. It will be tough, but a couple of hours a night. I'm going with the moose mentality, and I think that's that's what we did. We said we'll do a couple of hours each night, or not each night, each week, and we'll um, we'll fly through it. So. It's good, and I recommend not using the 4K, all nice, beautiful-looking one. Just go with the old, dreadful-looking one. You can see all the enemies. It's a lot easier. Well, what uh, difficulty are you playing it on? We'll move swiftly on. Story mode is fine. Yeah, um, but they basically <laughs> kill themselves in that mode. How much easier do you need it? Uh, a lot easier, so I could go through it a lot quicker. Um <laughs> God, just watch it on YouTube. Dude. Yeah, God, you do not touch me. Mode that would be the best mode. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's just normal. Um, th- there was, I think, a point half halfway through the first level of us thinking, "Oh, should we get the skulls?" And then 
trying to finish that, but I just can't be bothered to go through Google, stop. Oh, it's round this corner, carry on, stop. We didn't get it. Are those, those are just yeah. collectibles, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's not important. Okay. Yeah, and then you can, as you're playing, you can add skulls on to turn on your multipliers to get better points as you're going through the right. level. It, yeah. They're kind of like oh. the uh, upgrades in Doom. Like they're yeah. hidden boxes, but they do help you out. Uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I remember doing Halo 3 once um, and trying to jump through again it was platforming and it was dreadful so i'm not going to try and catch every skull i'm out i'm done with that yeah i, I think you should just work on up. beating the game yeah soak up the story enjoy baby steps there i'm getting a little bit older i just want to enjoy a nice story <laughs> speaking of baby steps how's that um gamer score challenge going why are we talking about that? Update um, time. Isn't Chester over like 10,000 for the month? <laughs> well, I was going to update everybody in Feb but for the next episode, but I'll do it now. Yes, he is crushing it. So he is 10. I'll give you the exact as of right now, this second. He is on. Sorry, give me a second. As my phone takes forever to load up. Yeah, last time I saw it, he was over 10,000. Uh, he's playing a game now, that son of a... Um, <laughs> so he is at, for the month of January, bear in mind it hasn't finished. Oh, I can't even see it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, over 10,000 gamer score. He's he's almost on 11,000. Um, and he said to me, while we were playing Halo, that he is now going to do 10,000 a month and after he hits his 10,000 for the month, he's going to relax and play games for fun. It's like a job. It's like the Achievement uh, Hunters. Exactly. He did just quit he, his job, too, so he may just be wanting to bury you, Bear. He, like he, well, he quit his job to beat you, I think. I think I think he was running scared. He saw me playing uh, my friend as Pedro and watching the achievements drop. Um, but yeah, I, there is no way. I can't even put time into trying to beat him. If he's racking up 10,000. Chocolate, a go month. play some Vigor. I just played like three matches of that and then I'd like, I'd pop like seven achievements or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like 20 minutes. I played Children of Morta for like 20 minutes with my wife last night and popped a rare achievement. So, for so was it a co op thing? Yeah, I think it was nice. uh, reviving somebody three times or something. She died a lot. Oh, cool. <laughs> So bear in mind, you've just given him ammo now to get more gamer score. So thank you, gentlemen. It was for thank you. you. Dude, it's for you. <laughs> He just can't listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah. We'll cut that part out. We'll cut it out. Yep. Um, Editing yeah. out now. Oh, so, yeah, I am, I'm embarrassing. I think I only got 700 so far. So it's uh, it's going to be 725. It's going to be a... Uh, You're going to get spanked. I d- yeah, there. I did say February he would do... You got to want it, dude. Oh, I... You, you've Ooh. already given up, and it's not even the end of the first month of a yearly challenge. <laughs> I know. Grab yourself by the bootstraps. Get back on the horse, Bear. Let's go. And knock out some gamer score, bro. I was hoping he would just lose the will to live after February, but it's not happening. (laughs) When you lose these challenges, you don't even just make yourself look bad. You make me and Risky look bad as an affiliation. (laughs) And I can't have this anymore, dude. We're going to need your login info for your account. Moose and I are going to start smashing games for you. Or rehire Eric something. (laughs) I need need an assistant. Poor Eric. Poor achievements. God damn it. (laughs) 
All right, moving on. Anybody else uh, have anything else that they want to talk about from this week? Not unless you want to talk about Apex, but no, go ahead. Do you want to talk about Destiny? Oh, hell no. All right, let's move on. <laughs> oh, um, hang on. You could give us an update on the the whole puzzle challenge that was going on. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. We have a week episode. left. I, I can touch on this quick. <laughs> um, so I... I kind of told people about what was going on last week uh they did finally finish the puzzle shortly after we recorded i think it took them six days straight uh the team that was doing it from the time it started on that tuesday didn't stop for six days uh they obviously like slept in shifts and stuff but someone was literally always working on it for six days straight uh they got through everything they made this giant puzzle and then they followed the puzzle and then the weapon that they see everybody was hoping a weapon it had to be a weapon for this big of a stupid puzzle uh so they got a weapon finally uh and what this exotic fusion rifle ended up being was a gun that was supposed to be released on the roadmap at the end of this month uh today actually if you're listening on tuesday wah, the quest wah, for it was wah. supposed to start <laughs> today <sighs> Uh, all this was was a way for people to get it early, so they got it like two weeks early. But then the gun itself is kind of overwhelming, um, or underwhelming. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, so people were just upset about it because it was something that they <laughs> put on the roadmap and knew that everybody's gonna be able to get it. And then uh, these guys just sat here killing themselves, uh, and this was the reward. But um, so, to and, play. And s- in summation, people got got by destiny. Imagine that. For sure. Um, <laughs> and the to play devil's advocate, the reason that it had to that it got put on the roadmap is because it was data mined by people. Like as soon as this game went to PC, it's just it's ruining everything for them because they can't right. keep secrets at this point. So well, somebody found the bastion, so they had to be like, yes, it is on their roadmap. Uh, but then because they were just gonna drop it as a hidden quest like it was going to pop up people were going to find it It was like oh my god this new weapon we've never heard of uh whatever because even if it was mediocre at that point it was still like cool it was a unique way to drop and a cool weapon right Uh, like previously they had a secret quest in was it destiny one or destiny two they've had one stumbled upon yeah right so So, but now data mining kills all secrets so Yep, it's rough, and that it sucked for them. It was like people were, it seemed like people were really happy and excited for the process to get there, like getting the whole community together to work on a puzzle to get a weapon in game is something that doesn't happen, like in other games. Yeah. It's super unique, but it's just like the payoff for all of it was just so mediocre that it kind of but, just like, oh, God. But the devs did say, don't kill yourself, guys, didn't they? They did yeah. kind of warn people not to For sure. do what they were doing. That nobody solved it before they dropped the, you know. Well, that's. I Tuesday. wonder if the thought was like, well, we'll give them until the 28th, and then we'll just unlock the quest, so if they can't figure it out by then. Right. But then they figured it out two weeks before that, so it's like, ay. Uh, yeah, that's that's all there really was, though, so kind of a lackluster ending to the story as far as that um what is it called the chambers of time or whatever that that thing's only open for another week correct uh no it's gone this tuesday if you're listening to this it's already gone the corridors of time they shut them down Um, did you finish it 
No, I still have to do it. It's a lot of right. running, and it's only for it's for some lore and an emblem. So if you don't yeah. care about an emblem or having your lore books like sorted, then which I'm on the fence about even doing it. So uh, yeah, but this is the first time that they've ever locked any type of content behind a timeline. You know, all the other season stuff has been accessible as long as you bought the season pass, no matter when you bought it. Yeah, for at least the whole season, because that was the kind of thing. It would be like corridors of time will be here for. Right. And then it's gone. That's it. Yeah. Uh, but they are moving the, the quest to get the gun. It's just moving to what it was supposed to do on the 28th. Right. So you don't need the corridors to get the gun, but to get the emblem and the lore. Right. Uh, yeah. Not great. Not a, not yeah. great for them. <laughs> I, I won't be getting either. So. Yeah. Like I said, it's a, it's a lot of just running down corridors and following symbols. So Sounds like fun. Probably a pass for most. But, yeah, that's all the Destiny stuff was. Um, All right, one final week for Game Pass Roulette. Uh, We're playing Untitled Goose Game. We'll be talking about it this upcoming episode. So if you have any feedback for it, make sure to get it to us one way or another. We do have a channel for Game Pass Roulette game pass roulette in our discord so feel free to talk about it there uh drop questions comments whatever or just hit us up however we don't care how you do it just do it um yeah so next week's game pass roulette untitled goose game be there or be square all right let's get into some news All right, Moose, what is going on in the news this week? Um, so apparently the devs over at uh, Techland didn't get the memo last week was delay week. <laughs> so um, they, they came out and announced that Dying Light 2 was going to be delayed. So on the 20th of uh, January, the game's official Twitter posted a letter that stated they needed more time. But they didn't say how much time. So just stay tuned. Uh, game's delayed indefinitely which is never a good sign from any game um, yeah and this game it looks it looks sweet from what they showed at e3 yeah like, i never played I dying light but i heard it was really cool it was like like a parkour zombie, parkour fighting. zombie game yeah. yeah dude oh you didn't play the first one no i didn't it might be worth checking out. i have a hard copy of it i can send oh, it to you there you go <laughs> So, and the the letter was signed by the Techland CEO, Pawet Marchuka. So it's got to be official news, and it sucks that it's delayed indefinitely because everything I've heard about indefinite delays basically means that they're scrapping the project. It was a massive, because um, everything was meant to be, oh, God, changeable from every option you chose, wasn't it? So every quest you did, if you, like, one of them was the, drinking fountain or the the water wasn't it you could either give it to the bad guys and then they would bottle the water and sell it off at exorbitant prices or you could give it to the freedom fighters which would then flourish the the world wasn't it so every every reaction you did had a positive and never negative effect on the world right yeah do you think the whole kind of that concept potentially broke there was too much for it does that make sense? Yeah. I would just say it was probably just a combination of everything, to be honest. It, it seemed like it was super ambitious ambitious compared to the first one. Yeah. So yeah. Hopefully, that's the word I should have used, super ambitious. Yeah. God damn it. Hopefully it's go. just a, to be continued. 
Um, it was supposed to come out this spring, but like I said, they don't have a date now. So hopefully we hear something soon. Because if not, you know, the the longer it goes until we hear something, you know, the the worse it off it the game probably is. Yep. So that's um that's some unsettling news for dead or dying light fans. But um, there's some good news for anybody that might want to play Last of Us Two but doesn't have a PlayStation. Um. So Naughty Dog posted a job posting that may have tipped their hand. Uh, they're looking for a graphics programmer, but there are a few a few key words associated with the job posting. So um, one of them is understanding of NVIDIA CUDA, which I um, understand is computer programming. It has nothing to do with the PlayStation. Um, also experience with DirectX 12, which also is PC um, motivated, and then uh, PC programming experience is also a positive. So um, it looks like they're trying to hire somebody to port this game over to the PC. What do you guys think about that, Bear? Um, good. Uh, the only downside is I'll never play it because I have a piece of hunk of junk laptop and that will never run on it. But I suppose I've, uh, there's something to uh, to aim for. Yeah, I, I just think it's a good thing to get, you know, these exclusive titles because, you know, most of Sony's exclusives are such good games. And they're, you know, if you don't have a PlayStation, you'll never see, you know, you'll never yeah, see the th- game. To- totally. But I wonder how many more are going to come to PC. Is this like the, not the floodgates, but is this a start of something? Because it was all down to their contract being, did it run out? If I'm if I'm right, they had a ten year contract with with PlayStation exclusivity, and it lapsed, and that's why it's coming to PC. I'm not sure about that. I just think you know maybe they're thinking more along the lines of Microsoft, and you know getting your titles in the hands of as many people as possible is better than having exclusive rights and paying. You know what I mean? Exclusivity. I totally agree. I think that this is the the new formula for gaming. It is a case of let every I say let everyone try it. It's the wrong word, but get, as you say, get it in so, right. more hands. Get everything will on. Then push you yep. to, you know, console X or Y or you know. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think it's nothing but good news. I think that's just uh, Sony kind of loosening up their their exclusive reins a bit, and hopefully we may get some Sony exclusives on it on Microsoft. So. Oh, can't wait. That'd be sweet, right? Oh. C- could not wait. Missed so many games. So. Spider-Man, please, if anyone's listening. <laughs> Spider-Man. Well, I don't know if the first one will be ported over, but maybe we'll get a shot at the second one. Let's hope so. so um, speaking of Microsoft making the world a better place, uh, did you see this on Twitter last week about the uh, the guy that created a new adaptive controller for his daughter? Yes, I so I saw the picture. I didn't read the whole article. Okay, um, well, I'll fill you in, Bear. Great. So this guy, um, he's an IT instructor, I believe. Uh, Rory Steele, uh, his Twitter handle is at JerseyITGuy, uh, posted a video on Twitter showing a custom-made controller that he created for his kids using the Xbox adaptive controller plus some um, other tools that can be used along with it to make it uh, work for basically anything you want. Um, his son and daughter suffer from hereditary spastic paraplegia, which prevents them from using the small uh, switch controls. Their hands just aren't that dexterous. So um, what okay. he did was basically built them um, like a big gaming joystick like you would see at an arcade, essentially. 
um, so that their hands could grab onto those big knobs. And then the buttons, like he made a specific button for her to pull up her map. He made specific buttons for attack and all that stuff just so that she could play the game just like the rest of her friends did. And um, I think anybody who was anybody at Microsoft retweeted this. So it was all over the internet last week. It just shows you the great things that they're trying to do to get gaming into everybody's hands. Yeah, it is a really good feel feel good factor story, isn't it? No doubt. Yeah, um, I urge you to um, you know go check out uh, the video. Like I said, it's at Jersey IT guy is the guy's Twitter handle. And as of uh, when I was doing the research of this story earlier this afternoon, it had seventy eight thousand plus likes and twenty two thousand wow. plus retweets. So yeah, I wonder how many job offers he got as well. Yeah, right. Hopefully, only good <laughs> things could happen to this guy because of this, right? Definitely. So I, that's something I may want to look into once, you know, my kids aren't the forefront of my workload right now is how I could get into helping people play games and either helping people um, in gaming to, uh, you know, relieve any sort of mental issues or tension or anything like that, or just helping yeah. adaptive gamers so that everybody gets the same type of experience. No, definitely. Removing those barriers are the key. Exactly. More more people playing is always a good thing. No, definitely. It, uh, that, like I say, I find it, it sometimes it's a great escapism. Um, everyone has their their chosen media. Don't know whether it's TV, books, right. music. Um, I like the fact that you can escape and also, you know, kind of be thrown into a a world of everything and anything. Um, yeah, just, it's crazy. Right. You just take your mind off things for, you know, 20 minutes, even if you only have 20 minutes, you can go somewhere else and escape for that time and refresh yeah. your brain and, you know, go on about the day. That's like, uh, yeah. Ronan was telling me there's a, a way in Tarkov that you can, you play as a scav and then there's a timer that resets. And he's like, that's how I do my homework. I do a scav run. And when I die, I do my homework until the timer runs out. And I just keep doing that over and over. And I was like, that, that sounds like it works. So, you know, if it works, yeah, perfect. I'd, I'd be too bad. I'd be just keep playing. Right. Awful. And like I said, go ahead. I was gonna. I was just gonna say what we've got next up. I was gonna say like I like I was talking earlier. More games in more people's hands is good. So this next story kind of leans right into that. Um, XCloud is a hit in Korea. So uh, back in October, Microsoft expanded its beta area to include the Korean company SK Telecom um, to test and utilize its 5G infrastructure. So they're one of the the first up and running 5G infrastructures in the world. So uh, right. Microsoft worked a deal out with them. And they've been running uh, xCloud on their infrastructure for the last three months or so. And oh, wow. um, they actually have some, some numbers coming back that says uh, Koreans are playing more on xCloud. They play 1.7 times more or longer than we do in the U.S. or U.K. I was going to say that. I, I did see that the Koreans are using xCloud more right. than... I think it's both of us, I say both yep. of us, but yeah, both of the two countries combined, which is astonishing. Right, and I, I'm wondering if that has to do with uh, the 5G infrastructure, you know, if it's just running so much better, because I can't play multiplayer games for the life of me on xCloud right now. Well, I think, I suppose, drilling down to the next part is what they're playing, sure. how they're playing would be, I think it would give a better comparison. 
Right. Well, it, it um, also says that they're three times more likely to revisit the ser- the service. So, you know, a lot of us have uh, tried it here in the U.S. and they're like, yeah, that's cool, kind of novelty thing. But they're they're going back to it and they're using it. They're utilizing it. So um, maybe I'm hoping that that's just an indicator that 5G is what we need to make it work the way it needs to work. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I suppose I feel that we are more competitive-based gamers so we want we need that th- that lag to be next to nothing otherwise i don't know it's... about that bear most of uh the competitive e-gamers live in korea come over oh. here to play for our teams okay. <laughs> but i think it's just they got more people too you know what i mean well yeah i'm sure more people uh... that have the technology at their fingertips and because I, I believe south korea is a very technologically savvy country I wish someone could come and help me. Yeah, right. <laughs> so before we get ourselves in trouble with uh, international affairs, let's move on, huh, Bear? I was going to say, well, talk about uh, competitive playing. What's <laughs> the next part? All right. So uh, we've got some Bleeding Edge closed beta news. Um, the Bleeding Edge official Twitter posted on the 16th, announcing that the beta on um, February 14th will run all weekend. And the way that you can have access to this beta is to pre-order the game on any platform or be a current um, Game Pass subscriber. So Yay. you're in, bro. I think all you'll you're have in. to do is uh, they'll probably announce you know, the launcher or the, the tile to load a couple of days before the beta and just get it downloaded and be ready to play that weekend. Yeah, I, I played this at XO19 and it's fun as hell. Right. So... I suggest everyone try to jump on and and play it. It's um, it really is, really is good. Very Overwatch style. Play your hero, play your class, uh, game. And it's but, a yeah, it's a melee so much melee influenced like Overwatch or hero shooter type game, right? Yeah. So yeah, I suppose I should have put the fact that yeah, you don't have no guns. Guns. Yeah. So it is all melee or sword i think there's some swords and stuff like that combat Mm -hmm. but it but the style of kind of you have to play your role your character your if you're a healer you have to heal if you're dps you're dps and etc etc okay so it's just another twist on that overwatch type genre yeah yeah looks cool as well and yeah it's it's fun as hell i know you'll be keeping a close eye on this so uh when you see that that time to download let us know in discord oh yeah definitely it'll be there all right, Bear. You ever play any of the Half Life Half Life games? Uh, Orange Box springs to mind, so yes, okay. but not really. <clears throat> well, for any I didn't get far. Anybody like myself, um, Valve announced last week that they're celebrating their new VR game, Half Life Alex, and in doing so, they have made the entire Half Life collection free to play um, until the launch date of Alex. So you can get them all wow. straight off Steam and play them and i hear they're some of the best games ever made so i may have to check these out yeah they're they're massively critically claimed games so they are worth running running through i don't think i played i don't even think i played a quarter of it at the time again i was young stupid and there was too much fifa to be played sure but uh 
Yeah, they they are good games, good story games. So even if you know you you played it and you just want to go back for nostalgia's sake, you can do that now for free. Just have to have a Steam account. And unfortunately, Steam's a little bit dirty where you have to actually upload money to have an account. So I think the minimum is like five bucks. But as soon as you load that five dollars into your account, then you don't technically have to buy anything. You can just download whatever's free and play that. Sounds good. So look out for that. Play some good games for free. Yeah. Talk about PCs. Yeah, right. <clears throat> um, I'll segue this baby all the way. All right, Bear. So talking <laughs> about PCs, uh, Mixer has put a stop to its uh, 24-hour uh, Spark Farms as well as the Follow for Follow channels. Um Basically, uh, that they say is starting this week, Mixer will be taking down all AFK streamers and self-titled Spark Farm streams. Um, reasons. So, Microsoft says it lessens the platform quality and takes attention away from up-and-coming streamers. Um, it smells a little bit like BS in here to me. But uh, yeah, my I, reason would be because money. Um, people can buy currency on Mixer. So why would they let people just sit and farm currency that they can give to other streamers that gives them money? You know what I mean? They're just giving away money at this point, so they're trying to put a stop to that. Well, I'm also wondering how, when they started this policy change... I think it's this week. Because, well, more, I suppose, looking at it and then pushing it out and implementing it, because uh, is it the last two weeks that Mix has been very kind of hit and miss in terms of kind of quality stability oh yeah and everything in between mm-hmm. so whether they're using that as a also well, i don't want to say reducing the numbers but i suppose wading through and getting rid of people who are not using the right they're just basically manipulating the system in order to benefit themselves without actually doing anything potentially yeah so um, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. And, you know, it's I think it's a case-by-case basis because I know you and I both listen to X1 Bros and see their channel, and they have that 24-hour podcast stream. And they I've talked to David, and he said that they're fine. It's um, They've been deemed as a 24-hour podcast network. So, you know, it's a case-by-case yeah, case well, basis. I suppose they're not – they're also streaming as well, aren't they? Right, so, yeah, yeah, they do jump in it's and not stream a case of, every yeah, once in a while. It's not a case of it sitting there 24 hours. But every time somebody gives me a, uh, a sub for that <laughs> for that Mixer channel, I, I farm the Sparks, so. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be interesting to know about farming Sparks because it gives you – because they changed the way people earned on Mixer, so you can only – you can give as many sparks as you like, but there's a maximum of 80 million, isn't there? Which gives them an 8% boost on their embers. Does that automatically give them the 8% boost on embers? Yeah, I don't. Or do they have to get embers first to then get the boost? I couldn't tell you how if, any of that stuff did, works. Yeah, it, it, it's a sad little thing that I'm kind Working of, th- I think, oh, does it work? Does it not? Right. I mean, it doesn't keep me awake at night, but... You know, I don't. I don't think anybody other than Ninja and these big names that came over to Mixer are getting rich off their their streams. You know what I mean? Well, that's true. That's true. I wonder who's next. So uh, it's, it seems to not be working. So I think Microsoft might be pumping the brakes on throwing cash at streamers. But we shall see. 
We shall see. I mean, uh, talk about throwing cash. I definitely know something that should be throwing cash out. <laughs> you talking about that old Google company? Yep. <laughs> so is uh, did did XCloud just give the death blow to Stadia last week, Bear? I think Stadia has given their own death blow by <laughs> launching not very well, but. Uh, yeah, well, this doesn't help them. Um, X, well, no. Some new games came to xCloud last week, Bear. Uh, nine to well, be one, specific. Two? Nine. Nine, okay. But uh, one big one, to be exact, and that was Destiny 2. So that was uh, Stadia's big uh, bargaining chip, if you will, about come over to Stadia. You can play Destiny wherever you are. Well, now yeah. you can do that on xCloud 2. So... Um, Risky had to duck out for a few minutes. I'm not sure if he'll be back, but I know he was playing Destiny 2 on xCloud, and he said it was working fine. Um, so this is wow. not good for Stadia, but it's great news for us, right? More games on xCloud. More games on xCloud, and once they bring it to iOS, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely not buying Android, so I'm waiting. I'm holding firm. I read that it should be live this year, xCloud. So it should be pushed to all... It won't be in beta anymore. Yeah, it should be... I want to say springtime. I want to say before E3, the xCloud is going to be a thing. Yeah, or probably it'll be at the conference and they will say... Right, and, and now yeah, you can you do can it. X-Cloud. Yeah, that, that's more like them, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, <clears throat> exactly. I mean, it would be a... It'd be an awesome kind of little little throw. So, yeah, I'll just run through the list real quick. Uh, the other games yeah. are uh, Black Desert Online, Civilization Six. Forza 7, Master Chief Chronicles, Sparklight, Superhot, The Surge, and Trax, Train Set Game. So I know all you uh, train set aficionados, you know, you can... Yeah, I'm a bit... I'm kind of now... I want to play Civ. I'm a bit like... I know. You just bought Um, it, didn't you? Yeah, I I love it. It actually has piqued my interest into trying it just to, you know, because now it's on xCloud. But I can imagine that you're not going to be able to read anything. No, you'll need a tablet. There is right. no way you'd be able to read it off a phone. But um, I know there's one game that's not in there from Ninja Theory. What's that? That's a terrible segue. <laughs> yeah, a game that I probably terrible. will never, ever touch. Um, yeah. It's called Project Mora. And there is a, a, a short video from Xbox uh, at the Ninja Theory Studios. And um, first they talked about a little bit of uh, uh, Senua's Sacrifice 2. So Hellblade 2. And then they yes, uh, that game. Oh. they talked about this new um, way that they're going into people's brains and analyzing people and interviewing people to give the most real, um, real in depth, in mind type feelings. So they're they're there's this game called Project Mora that they're developing, and <clears throat> essentially it's a real world. They want it to be a real world and grounded representation of true mental terror. So they're trying to recreate the horrors of the mind. Yeah, this literally scares the bejesus out of me. Absolutely. They said that it's it's one character, it takes place in one room, and it's basically inside your head the whole game. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'm I'm going to nope out of this one, Bear. Yeah, I, I mean, Hellblade gave me some... Not some issues, I want to say, but it gave me a, a couple of changes of underpants. But this <laughs> might, uh, yeah. Oh my god, 
So um, I'm looking forward to it. I'll play it just just to see what happens yeah. and see what they do because what they do with Hellblade in terms of the audio, I can't even think what they called it anymore. But the just the way the sound moves and you know whispering right. one ear then the other, it, it the unbelievable and i'm glad microsoft picked them and up. i think they they're taking all that and they basically flipped it on its head and turned it to 12 yeah it's uh oh god so good they're doing so well right and that they actually um came up with a new mission statement um with creating this new game this new way of creating games uh, it says to craft life-changing art with game-changing tech is their new mission statement okay so yeah, there's some uh, some heady folks over there that are just trying to screw your brain up, there. Yeah, die, die, oh, those strange people, those strange, strange people. Um, tell me what's happened at Playful. Ah, oh, not good news, bear. Not good news. Uh, Playful Studio announced some layoffs last week. Uh, Eighty employees have been let go as a part of uh, it's a more streamlined production model, is what the uh, CEO announced last week. So. Basically, they're trying to cut out the fat, is what it sounds like to me. Yeah, or uh, boost up those profits. Right. And I had one little quick note here. Uh, the ultimate internet troll, Randy Pitchford, you know, from Gearbox, <laughs> was the, yeah. the top comment on the tweet. And it said, sad to hear, here they're hiring at, at Gearbox. <laughs> oh, that son of a... <laughs> Seriously, he was like the top comment on, the, on their tweet. <laughs> oh, but maybe, I mean, he's... he's potentially helping helping out some fellow yeah but that's you know i just seem so trolling like him to to do yeah. that yeah sucks that you guys are in bad shape come work for my company that's doing well because we have borderlands yeah god so um, i'm sure most of those people will land on their feet uh seems like the games industry is on an uptick you know it's we don't have these every week like we did last year no, I think um, uh, I think it's I think it's lending itself more to more indie developers, right? And having a I suppose a streamline as I know you said it in the the hit, but a, a streamlined studio, so it'll help other developers do that and have right, yeah smaller it's... games. It might give us more games, more quality games. Or better vision, who knows? Essentially, you got two choices as an indie studio these days. You know, you, you go lean and mean, try to do it yourself, or you get bought by one of the big guys. Yeah. That's that's the way right. games are going these days. Because, you know, Microsoft and Sony are looking to acquire companies that have talent. So, well, I'm still interested, because Microsoft are meant to be doing 20 studios by 2020. So, E3, they're going to have to knock out... Four studios or six? They'll just buy PlayStation, call it a day. <laughs> we are done. <laughs> they had something like, I, I heard they had some like a dumb amount of money, like trillions of dollars to spend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it was from, oh, God, I can't. Ryan McCaffrey was saying that. Yeah. It was like $3 trillion that they could spend. Yeah. It's, they could uh, just buy all video games and call it a day. Yeah. We are done. There are no console wars because. We told you there's none. <laughs> yeah, we own them all. But yeah. that uh, I think Congress would get involved at this point <laughs> since it's a U.S. company and call it a monopoly. And then they would uh, not let it happen. No, no. Um, I am trying to think of a poor segue for Apex Legends, but <laughs> I'll just drop it. Yeah. So um, 
they had some season four news bear did you check any of that stuff out oh my god did i check that out <laughs> i am so excited tell me bear i tell you right assimilation which is happening happening on february 4th season yep. four of apex i don't know where to start i don't know where to end so i'm probably just gonna go all over the shop so i apologize just so, just vomit all over all over the podcast with yeah, your, your apex news bear definitely right new legend forge is coming in so forge is a beast of a man um right got a robotic he's a brawler, right? he's a brawler robotic arm he is from oh god the company has already just left me but it's it's tying in a lot of the um titanfall 2 kind of right. lore with it I know, yes, Apex is Titanfall, Titanfall lore as well, but he used to fight for one of the companies. Uh, an Hammond Robotics. Thank you very much. So he's you an, betcha. an MMA, MMA fighter. Um, so obviously, new season, new Battle Pass coming out. They're dropping right. a new weapon, the Sentinel, a bolt-action r- charge rifle. I can't get yeah, my head like around sniper, this. Right? Yeah, so it is, essentially, the longer you hold it, the better shot you'll get or the more powerful shot you get. Right. How that's going to work, I don't know. My head's already exploded. I don't understand it. It kind of reminds me of, like, a bow, from what you just said. Like, the longer you hold it back, like, the more power and just straighter it'll fire, kind of. Kind of like, um, what's the game from PlayStation with Aloy? uh, Horizon Zero Dawn? Yes, because if you, you can just quick shot that bow, but if you pull it back, it does quite a bit more damage yeah yeah and i think that's what it's underlining Um, but looking at it it looks like a meaty sniper rifle it looks like it'll take your head your car and any tank you're driving out of the picture um oh wow yeah also they are celebrating for the anniversary because on that date of season four that's one year that apex has been out you get some free login loot it's a oh god an origami Right, dragon. it's a crane. Crane. Well, it looks like a dragon to me, but I think it has might maybe to do with the uh, the Chinese New Year that just happened over it, the weekend. How uncultured am I? Yes, that would <laughs> probably be bang on it. Um, yeah. So I only noticed this uh, three days ago that you can put charms on your weapons. So cool. So I dropped a I dropped some apex coins there, on that. Spent some money. Uh, yeah, accidentally. Um, Accidentally. Accidentally. I was kind of like, oopsie, I didn't mean to. Um, Right, so, also, the first map is coming back. Um, It is... All the names have just completely lost and gone to... King's Canyon? King's Canyon is back. So, in Season 4, they're splitting it in two. You will first go on the uh, World's Edge map for the first half of the season... And then the second half of the season, you'll go back into King's Canyon. They're also re- reworking tiny bits of the World's Edge map as well, like they did with King's Canyon when the um, the big animals dropped. When yeah, Watson came in. Yeah, I can't think of what the actual animals were. The naked were. AT-80s? Yeah, yeah, that's basically what they were. Yeah, so that's that's happening. That is kind of the short bundled version of what's happening in season four. They've yep. um, they've also thrown in. I should have mentioned this. If you are a top tier Apex player, 
they are doing the the gold standard apex division which is the top the top tier so the first 500 yeah on top either 500 players on each platform right yeah on each console uh, and pc uh will be in in that gold rank essentially i know it's not called gold rank but the top rank however to stay in it you have to constantly play so you can you won't lose points however someone in this the tier below you can keep on playing and rank up those points and then push you down into the lower tier um they are reworking loads of loads of the ranked matches it's yeah it's crazy what they're doing they are definitely gunning for that kind of pro scene right they're looking for to get a competitive yeah apex. which they did say they are putting a competitive scene or they are going into esports they're dropping i think they said uh, it was a prize pool of around three million dollars wow so it, it, the i suppose the foundations are there and sure. now it's whether they're going to kind of take on the Overwatch League, you know, the Fortnite League. Well, yeah, you figure it's only about a matter of time before one of these battle royales gets big enough to support esports. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how season four unfolds. Um, but I'm I'm feeling really good about All right, about Bear. the season. I'm, I might give them ten bucks and play this season. Well, play it with me, Moose. I am going. In in hard this grand so- soiree uh, event they've had recently has dragged me straight back in, so I'm uh, I'm apex all the way. And that will be ended the day that this podcast drops, I believe. Twenty uh, eighth, right? Uh, no, fourth fourth of Feb. But no, the grand soiree. Oh, the grand soiree. Yeah, I think it's two five days. Tuesday. Five days. Yeah, so I think it is a f- only a few days left. They've got the uh, crash dummies. I want to test that out. I will be around when season four starts up. Awesome. So that is one. Risky? Still a hard no? Uh, you never know. Catch me on a Get good it day. On the PC. <laughs> Easily pleased. Right. And uh, we just spoke about Fortnite, but Moose, what's happening? Um, so I guess, you know, data miners at it again. Leaked a bunch of stuff last week. So Fortnite just confirmed um, that they're expected to launch on the 20th of February for st- Chapter 2, Season 2. So um, I guess somebody's gotten into and exposed some of their stuff. I didn't dig too deep because I don't Fortnite, but uh, <laughs> they had to go out and go ahead and confirm that their their next season date is going to be on the twentieth. So get ready for that, all you big builders out there. Master Bob builders. the builder. Oh, Bob the builder, even better. <laughs> is it? <laughs> is he? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's about it. All I got for the news this week, or all I cared to talk about. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's a decent amount. I'll take it. Decent. Even if I wasn't here for half of it. Sorry about that. That's right. I'll fill you in later. <laughs> All right. Um, chocolate, anything coming out this uh, fine upcoming week? It was really hard to sift through what games were coming out this week. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, so I apologize now. Um, right, so three games I saw that looked fairly interesting. You have Narcos, The Rise of the Cartel. That's out on the twenty. 20- 28th of this month and that's on the switch we have coffee talk on the 28th as well and that's for pc xbox switch and playstation i don't know why i did it in a weird way like that um i've heard some things i think this is the game where people write letters 
or there's letters in the game and you write back to them. Like a Dear Abby type deal? Yeah. Uh, or like, I don't want to say like, like a, a, a chat a show as colonist. such. You yeah. have the whole... <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, so, yeah, not my type of game, but it's something completely different for me, for the yeah, gaming right. genre. That's... That's Bear's shame game for the questions coming up in a little bit. Oh, there's no way I'm doing that. (laughs) (laughs) And one last one I thought was World of Warcraft, but I had to reread it three times. It's just Warcraft, and that's on the same day, the 28th. Actually, Um, it's Warcraft 3 Reforged. Okay. So it's a remaster of Warcraft 3. There you go, then. So it is World of Warcraft. No, it's not. War- War- Warcraft <laughs> is like a, a point-and-click strategy game. Oh, it's, it's all the same, Moose. No, sir, it's not. You're, you're going to lose more fans, lost- Bear. You're going to get hate mail. Ladonian's going to come from Azeroth and smite you. <laughs> but that's coming out on the PC. Yeah, it looks cool. I might get it when it's on sale. Oh, you PC people. No, dude, and- this is the game that I played forever ago, Warcraft 3. It was awesome. Oh, was that? Well, let us know how it is. I'll... Uh- I'll be keen to jump in if you're uh, streaming it and see what's see what all the uh, craft is about. Alrighty, bear. Um, and then we've got some new titles coming into Game Pass. So we have Indivisible. We have A Plague's Tale Innocent, which was on last week's show, but is now on the console. Uh, we have Fishing Sim World Tour, Pro Tour even. And also Sea Salt, which sounds really weird, and I didn't look too much into it, so I need to have a look. Cause it, this uh, will be what Bear plays next week. Yeah, Sea Salt. 100%. <laughs> Why not? Indivisible and Sea Salt. Indivisible Sea Salt. <laughs> Individual Sea Salt while fishing sim. The end. Perfect. I think the one uh, to look out for there is probably a Plague Tale. <laughs> yeah, that's the one with the rats, right? Yeah, that one's supposed to and be really good. the two kids. Yeah. It looks really long, so I'm not playing that. <laughs> Nailed. Already quits yeah. before he starts. Come on, bear. Exactly. I'm not into those achievements. <laughs> yeah, Chester knows. Exactly. Um, and that's it. That's the games. That's Game Pass. That's it. All right. Um, well, this is a mailbag episode. So let's get into some mailbag. You've got mail. All right, mailbag time. This first one comes in from Rocker. He says, if you alphabetize all of the games and had to stick to playing games that only started with a certain letter, which letter would that be, and what are some games that are included with said letter? He says that he thinks that S is a strong contender uh, because of all the supers that are out there. Shadow Complex also fits Cough, Metroidvania Cough, Sonics, lots of options. So, have you guys thought about this one at all? Anyone have anything good? Any good letters? I know Go you probably ahead, think I'm going to pick D for Destiny, but I'm not. <gasps> You're not. Nope. I'm going to go with T. Okay, let, let's tee it up. What do you got? The Division. No. <laughs> he literally <laughs> better, just said you can't joke. do that. This better be a joke. Well, we're not doing that. 
but it's the division. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Good show, guys. <laughs> no, and he's uh, gone. On all serious, I would prob. I think yeah, S is strong, isn't it? I think though, for me, for the game I'm playing at the moment, I'm going to go with A. I'm going to go with Apex. All right. So yeah, yeah anything was... beginning with A. I know. Yes, it's. I need more games, not just Apex. But I feel that A will be good for me. All right. Well, I'm going to go was... with. Go ahead. I was just going to say that was the worst answer I've ever heard. (laughs) 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 Zero thought involved in that. I'm going to go with A because uh, it's the first letter right now. (laughs) All right. (laughs) How about Assassin's Creed, Chocolate? That's an A. That is. That's two games that I still yet to finish. Or A Plague Tale. (sighs) Nope. (laughs) Nope. Can't do that one. (laughs) I can't think of any. Assassin's Creed. Ace Combat 7. Ace Combat. <laughs> he gets uh, all the bangers. Old school, old school asteroids. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with my answer now. <laughs> Let's hear it. I, I'm going to go with M. No! Sorry. I have I've backups, but I'll okay. help add to your M list. Yeah, Mario, all those. Well, Mass not, Effect. not the Supers, though. Yeah, Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Um, Mario Odyssey. Nope, that's Super Mario Odyssey. No, that's, not that's mine. a super, bro. The super is small. It's... Super is small. It doesn't count. <laughs> um, you just ruined Rocker's Mad- answer to his Madden? question. Madden. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metroid. Medal of Honor. Yeah, exactly. Mortal so, Kombat. I think I win. Minecraft. Uh, yeah, that's all right, you, I guess. You did say Mass Effect, right? I think. I yeah, I did say Mass here. Effect. Mass Effect, like, yeah, M's pretty. MLB good. the show, Guys, MLB, yeah. M is rubbish. The games beginning with A are so good. Just think of adventure. I'm surprised you didn't say F for FIFA, Bear. That FIFA can go F itself. <laughs> oh wow! All you're right, you're well, done with that. You're game. in a hate part of your love hate relationship right now. Yeah, huh? I'm done with <laughs> FIFA. I, that game. Well. M, I think, is a very strong contender, and that was definitely right where at the top of the list. <laughs> but um, <laughs> F, I think, was a good one. I, I know FIFA's in it, Chocolate, and you hate FIFA, but if, you, if I need a sports game, FIFA's it. If I need a racing game, we have Forza. Forza. Yep. Uh, RPGs, you have the whole Final Fantasy series, the whole Fire Emblem series. That's yeah. like thousands and thousands and thousands of hours. You have the yep. Fallout games, Far Cry games. F's pretty good. Yeah, that's true. I like that one too. And then in third place, I had G, but that was just because Grand Theft Auto. And I was right. like, those games you can probably play forever. So Golf At Story. least GTA Online. GTA Online. Golf Story. There you go. God of War. Yeah, Gears okay. of War. Gears of War. God of War. <laughs> All of the of wars. Chocolate. Any letter better than A, really. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to reel off some brilliant games. You've got Alien. Ashes Cricket. <laughs> Asteroid. Um, If you two are just going to take the... (laughs) You make it too easy. The Adams Family. You're just going through a list of games to start with A now. I am indeed, because I know A is strong. Click out of that tab and then give me five (laughs) points. Start with A. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I wasn't a very good choice. Age of Anthem. Empires, oh, you get go. Anthem though, you lucky oh. duck. Oh, Anthem. And <laughs> chocolate, you win. Yay! <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next question before we embarrass him too much more. Um, this one comes in from Cabo. He wants to know what's the longest you've gone without playing video games. Oh, two years. Oh, dang. Is that a real number, you think? Yeah, no. Two, I had a two-week holiday. Oh, no. Even longer. My wedding. I was away for three weeks. Dang. You didn't have a Rich Switch people go then. on long hunting. risky. Yeah, didn't have a Switch. Didn't play any gaming. No mobile gaming. There was just drinking and Vegas. There? Oh, I played <laughs> slot machines. Does that count? I don't think so. I think okay. you're good. Keep so me how you I don't know, man. I really got to think about it. I had, so when I stopped playing Destiny 1 for the very first time, I don't think I played games for like two months after that. Like actually two months. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I had a weird big gap where it's just like, well, if I'm not going to play this anymore, I don't know what else to play. (laughs) So yeah, just before I got my Xbox, I was not feeling the PlayStation a lot and I, I probably went a couple months without turning it on. Yeah, but since then, it's literally I'd maybe like a week, probably. <laughs> yeah. Like if I go on vacation or something. Even then, I usually so have mobile, mobile games. games or, or Switch. Or, yeah, or the Switch or something. Yeah. Now I'll bring my laptop with me. It's just games are just, I don't know. They're so ingrained in who we are, at least the three of us. Um, right. So it's, it's kind like of tough I, not to do that. I used to watch so much TV, and now I just play. I'd rather play a game than invest that amount of time into a TV show. T- funny enough, Moose, I'm the same. I would rather game because my wife travels so if i'm alone i'd rather game right um if yeah. she's here yes i will sit and watch we'll watch and like tv shows i used to love watching tv shows uh but then <laughs> like once you start playing games you don't have time for that so i started migrating to like movies way more because like hey if i need to sit down and just watch something i can watch an hour and a half movie and just be done when you have yeah. tv series that go on for five years it's like uh, I could be gaming. All that time. <laughs> but then you finish a game like The Witcher and you almost go through like gaming depression and you don't <laughs> know what to fill that void or play after that. Like last night I literally sat and stared at my game menu forever. And I was just like, eh, I just turned on something on Netflix, a comedy special and went to bed. <laughs> I hate when that happens when you're just staring and you're looking and you have... You have a hundred so, games sitting there. And you're like, I've got nothing to play. Yeah, <laughs> or just nothing is tickling my fancy right now. I think I might get pulled into Battlefield Five though. Battlefield through, 5, huh? Yeah, Check. just play through that whole, because now they have the Pacific Theater. Yeah. And, you know, they've got a, a whole just PvE experience in that game that, you know, I think is quite long and could teach me some things about World War Two. Yeah, that's cool. And the ones I played were good. Right. Or maybe that was oh, maybe that was Battlefield 1. That <laughs> might have been Battlefield 1, actually. Yeah, we had some good <laughs> shows on Battlefield 1. I don't know if I ever actually touched the campaign stuff in 5. Only one way to find out, right, Moose? Yeah, you're not going to do that. <laughs> no, definitely not. You're going to play Destiny. Yep. Um. All right, so yeah, that's how long we've uh, spent away from the games. Next one comes in from Castle. What is the game that you keep in the closet? Everyone hates or hated it, but you just stayed silent and played it in the dark. 
And that's like, is this what I'm doing with Destiny right now? And everybody's ribbing on me. I'm just not doing it in the dark. <laughs> I should just have, yeah. like, not tell anyone I'm playing this. Just... Wait, you, you shouldn't play in the dark because it's bad for your eyes. Oh, isn't that but, a rumor? Or a yeah, rumor? I'm pretty sure it's a wives tale. Because I also stand, like, two feet away from my 55-inch <laughs> screen TV now when I play shooters. So. Gonna ruin your Thanks eyes. for that, Risky. Buy carrots so I can see in the dark. It's fine. <laughs> I wear night vision goggles. <laughs> yeah, like Dampod when he plays Call of Duty. Oh <laughs> wow. <laughs> that that's exactly. his that's his shame thing right there. Check out I my have... night vision goggles, guys. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Sitting in the centerpiece in my living room. <laughs> my girlfriend wants me to take it off the mantle, but that ain't happening. <laughs> Welcome to my home. No, don't look over there. No, it's nothing. It's yes, nothing. the night vision goggles work. No, you can't tear. You know, you can't wear them. Uh, um, Sorry, Dan. We love you. Hundred percent. Chocolate. You have anything? Well, I wasn't in the dark about the game I played, but I suppose Gunman Clive actually fits the role, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shame on you for that is bringing that game, game to light. <laughs> Best game ever. FYI. And it's so on sale on the it. Switch. It's on so, sale. I would say that this is my shame game, but I still think it's a good game, and you guys don't know good games, so I would say nine parchments. No. <laughs> oh, another running joke. <laughs> it's a great game. I don't know what you're talking about. Everybody wants to be a wizard and go to college and learn all your spells and fight off big, giant bugs. Do you know what? You still, since I've had my Switch, you haven't once asked me to buy it. Yeah, Bear, because I know that... <laughs> Like I, I literally just try to get people to buy it to waste their money, but you do that enough on your own. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. thank you, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. I'll buy the DLC and not touch any of it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, shame on us, I guess. Yeah, and I have that. I mean, I talk about it here and there, but that Marvel Strike Force game that I play, I yeah, I'm on login day like without missing a day, like number five or six hundred at this point yeah you're going on years yeah and <laughs> yep you like and, have a discord that you're active in because of this game yeah and it's a phone game and <laughs> yeah, i know a lot of people think and it's it's pretty pay to win at this point too uh which i generally don't really partake in um within this game but like i've got over a 100 bucks in this game over the last two years probably and i don't feel i don't feel great about it guys <laughs> and I, I do have to say that when I was playing World of Warcraft for that one month, it did feel kind of gross. <laughs> Not, you felt just, like a basement dweller? Yeah, it was pretty. I, I felt the shame of just like playing that a game. a real gamer, finally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only thing would make it better if I moved into the basement of my mom's house. <sighs> Perfect. <laughs> no, those are some good ones, though. Um, that's it for Mailbag this week. Thanks to you guys for uh, sending in questions. You guys rock. Um. All right, guys. We did it. We got through another podcast. It was a long one. We got yeah. through some news. We got through some games, some questions, and now we can plug it up. So make sure to head on over to Apple Podcasts, yeah. rate us, review us. Thank you, Chocolate. Nailed it again. Two weeks in a row. Um. Yeah. Rate us over there. Obviously, uh, the more ratings, the more exposure we get, all that kind of fun stuff. Um, if you want to keep up with us on a day to day basis, um, come hang out in discord links for discord are in our show notes. Um, if you want to support the show with your hard earned money, head on over to patreon.com slash C a G podcast. 
Um, as always, we want to shout out our top tier contrib- contributor, <laughs> Chaotic. Thank yeah, you, buddy. Um, additionally, we do have a merch store. If you want to head over there, it's on Spreadshirt. Uh, links for that are in the show notes. Uh, Instagram and Twitter. We are at CAG Podcast. And if you need to reach out via email for anything, CAG Podcast at gmail.com. I am at Risky the Kid Moose. Moosenstein8314. Going just, in a different order this week. Oh, I threw everyone for a loop there. Chocolate, where can we find you? I'm still confused. Uh, chocolate about 18. <laughs> yeah. Let's try to spice things up, guys. Keep you on your toes. Uh, well, for those of you that stuck around to the end, thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. See ya. Later, friends. You got any yo mama jokes this week? Always. I can't wait. I can't wait to get offended. Okay. Yo mama's so stupid. She locked herself in the bathroom in Peter Pants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, these. Yep. Okay. Keep going. Yo mama's so stupid that she thought kidnapping was an actual kid napping. Oh, And your mom is so fat when she lays down in the ocean, people thought she was a new continent. (laughs) (laughs) How Um, offensive. Yeah.